Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hi, thank you for joining me. I am your host, Jane Zahasky, and today, Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed, co-founders of Warriors Arise, are here with me. Hi, Jane. Hi. Hi. So last week, we had a great conversation about vulnerability. Yes. Ooh, that was so good. Listeners, if you missed it, you really should just go back and listen to that first and then come back and join us here. We talked about what vulnerability is, why it's important to us here at Warriors Arise, and we even talked about some action steps, how to overcome vulnerability in your life, just small little steps. So like I said, if you did not listen to that, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back, take some time to listen to that one, and then join us again. So today, though, we are going to discuss one of the enemy's favorite tactics, isolation. Yes. Isolation. (laughs) Oh, that's a big one. We there's so many different levels yeah. of isolation that we deal with, yeah. and I think we'll talk a, a lot about that today. Yeah. But let's first define it. Okay. I ran across a definition. It says isolation is the condition of being separated from other individuals. And I thought that is a really good definition. That's yeah. clearly what it is. But my first thought was, but it's not always physical separation. That's right. From others. And that's the part that gets so hard. It's hidden. That's when, you know, the enemy comes in. He's sneaky like that. Mm -hmm. You can be doing life with lots of people and still feel isolated, feel lonely, Mm -hmm. right? That's another word for it. So more about the definition. Yeah, Yeah, I was, as I was looking at, you know, we think we know what isolation right. is set apart from, but as I looked into the definition, I found it interesting because, you know, we, our warriors arise, talk about helping people break out of their invisible prisons. Yeah, and right. You may not realize that you feel like you're in prison. You just know mm-hmm. that you're in a lonely, dark place. Right. Which Some people is have like a cell. Right. Some yes. people may have not, never used that word to describe it, That's like right. a prison. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I found it very interesting as I looked up words related to isolation, mm-hmm. which were incarcerated, ah. mm, yep. locked up, restrained, confined, yeah. detached, disengaged. Right. And I'm like, wow. I mean, yeah. the correlation yeah. to being in that invisible prison that you may not even be aware mm-hmm. that that lonely, dark place Brings it to light. is. And yeah, it's just to being set apart from others, to mm-hmm. be removed from society. And like you said, right. you can be in a room full of people and still feel completely isolated yes. and alone. Right. right. Yeah. When I think of isolation, it brings me to the first three letters Mm-hmm. ISO, mm-hmm. and that stands for hold. And so it takes me back. I'm going to use a workout analogy. Uh-huh. So if you've ever done a pull-up or a push-up, mm-hmm. what happens? You pull yourself up on the pull-up bar, and yeah. you hold. Uh-huh. And you hold as long as you can until your muscles start to shake. Yeah. You start to get fatigued. You feel like you're going to fall apart and fall down. Right. And only then when you let go, mm-hmm. you gain all your strength back. You gain momentum back and you gain confidence because you just accomplished a stronghold. Right. Right? Oh, that's good. So that is what I think about with isolation is 
holding. Mm-hmm. You're in a holding pattern that is painful, that feels unbearable. But then the moment that you release, mm-hmm. you get to experience yes. freedom. Oh, that's so wow. good, Stephanie. Yeah. That is that really, is good. really good. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm up there, you're going to yes, you're gonna start shaking. You're like, I love the shakes. I love it. The shake is so good. <laughs> But it's not. <laughs> no, that's so good. And yeah, and like if someone were to say, hey, maybe today we should get isolated. Like, you know, maybe from now on, a great idea would be let's live an isolated life. Like we would never choose that, no, right? We laugh at that. Right. If it's, I mean, that just sounds funny. It is, yeah, it is funny because we would never choose it, yeah. but we find ourselves there Many, many times, over and over, we can find ourselves there if we don't understand how to recognize it in ourselves and what to do, right? Right. And what to do with it. Once we realize, oh my goodness, I have isolated myself and now look at me, you know, Mm -hmm. and you wonder why you're sick or you're, you know, just not feeling well or feel like you have no friends. Depression. You know, all those things. Yeah. So what are some of those signs? I mean, I kind of just threw some out, but so how can we kind of assess like okay this is where I am today I feel I'm not feeling the happiest I'm mm-hmm. not feeling maybe I'm living life to the full right but what is it mm-hmm. so how can we help women actually call it what it is right some of the things that I went through in my own isolation were trauma induced mm-hmm. and because of the hurts cast upon me or yeah. the you know, people I trusted betraying me, then I feel unsafe mm-hmm. to share. And, right. and so I isolated myself. Yeah. And another way that I've isolated myself is going through very hard times. Mm-hmm. And someone can come up and just ask a simple question. Hey, Susie, how are you today? Mm-hmm. Fine. Are you sure you're okay? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from you in a while. Good you know, when the fact of the matter is, is that I'm, I mean, I'm spiraling right down, yes. down, down, because there's something heavy going on in my life that I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with or know how to deal with, and right. I'm not ready mm-hmm. to reach out. So those are some some things that we can look for in our friends that may normally be pretty outgoing and forthright mm-hmm. with conversation mm-hmm. that are all of a sudden withdrawn you're not hearing from and yeah. when you do they're fine right <laughs> right say, is there something going on right but even we can see that that in ourselves you oh, know absolutely yeah i mean i can see that if i'm start like oh yeah i'm fine i don't want to talk about it well, how are you you know yes. let's talk about you tell me what's going on in <laughs> your life table. yes <laughs> right but if i just stop and become more aware i can be like wow there's something going on. Yeah. There's something that I'm really trying to avoid. Yes. Right? Yeah. So even being aware in yourself, plus having those friends, those close friends that you can you can share with each other. Hey, is something going on? And they can say that to you, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Having those yeah. relationships. For anyone who listened to week two of our podcast, you would have known where I spoke a little bit about my upbringing with lying mm-hmm. and not, you know, not telling the truth on every occasion, basically. But <laughs> yeah. that is something that kept me isolated because that was why I lied. Mm-hmm. Because if I could make myself look better than I really felt, 
Yeah. Then I didn't have to expose what I was really feeling. Right. So that is also a form of isolation. Yeah. And so it took me many years to break that. But what did it was, I mean, I had to be, we go back to what we talked about last week. We had to be vulnerable. Right. And the moment I was exposed and I took that risk, then I was free to let go of that isolation. Yeah. Yep. Isolation is kind of that how we deal kind of the opposite of vulnerability. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable. So instead, I'm going to retract. I'm going to create my own isolation, my own prison, right? I'm going to avoid conversations. Mm -hmm. And and that's exactly what we don't want, right? But we find ourselves caught up there sometimes. And if I could just take a moment to kind of give an illustration of of Uh, what that looks like. Perfect. If... You're in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and you have a herd of animals mm. together yeah, as a family, and then you've got their prey, which is usually a lion, mm-hmm. looking to yeah. attack. Yeah. Who, they're not going to run right up in the middle of that herd. Right. They're going to look for that animal that got isolated uh-huh. off by itself. The black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> and because... Yeah you become more accessible Mm -hmm. to that lion and and easy prey. Mm -hmm. And we have a very real enemy Mm -hmm. that in 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us that the enemy prowls around like a lion Mm -hmm. looking for us to pounce on, those of us who have isolated ourselves. And so we really put ourselves in danger Mm -hmm. to the enemy whose goal is to draw a wedge between us and God or us and our safe people Mm -hmm. and get us alone so that we become prey to his lies. Absolutely. We just make his job a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. We are in isolation. Yeah. Because he's just sitting there waiting. Yes. Waiting for us to be, make that decision of, you know what? I don't want to be vulnerable right now. Mm-hmm. And he's I'm not just waiting. Oh, he's yeah. he's telling and you, then, yes. they don't really care about you. Right. They don't have time oh, for you. They're yes. so busy. Mm-hmm. You're so different than the rest of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. All you, the you'll lies. You'll be a nuisance. <laughs> you'll be a bother. You don't want to bother them with that. Right. It's not right. a big deal. You can do that on your own. Yeah, that's I a mean, great analogy. Those yeah. are. That's how he gets us separated from our herd. Yes. Is feeding us those lies. And little by little, we may not even realize that it's happening until mm-hmm. one day we wake up feeling alone with no one to reach out to. Mm -hmm. That's right. Absolutely. So what do we do with those lies? Like, you know, we've all heard those lies. What do we do? I mean, that's, it gets hard. You have to make an intentional choice. It is very intentional. Yeah. And, you know, what Scripture tells us to do with those things is to take every thought captive Mm -hmm. and make it obedient to Christ. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, how would I do that? Mm -hmm. And it really all boils down to knowing our identity in Christ and who we are in Christ. So when those lies come in that say, you know what, you're, you just really screwed that up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a big, fat, giant mistake. Yeah. It's important to know what Scripture says about you and what the truth of you is, which is that you are the apple of God's eye and that you Mm -hmm. were fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Christ. And you really do have to be intentional in those moments because when you're feeling 
like you're just a big screw up, the last thing you really want to do is start Mm -hmm. speaking life over yourself. I'll be honest about that, which is why you've got to be so intentional. Mm -hmm. Have those things on post-it notes laying around the house. I am enough. Yes. Have them available, ready to see at all times. To remind yourself. Yeah. I think it's also important to know and to remember those of you who don't know Scripture yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All you do from a practical standpoint, is just say the opposite of what you're feeling. Oh, yeah. that's So good. if you that's think good. that you are not enough, like the mm-hmm. example Susie gave, is mm-hmm. you just say, I am enough. Right. That's all you have to do. Yeah. If I'm having a bad day and I think that I'm not pretty, mm-hmm. you know what? I am gorgeous because yeah. God made me. Right. And so don't feel like you have to quote Scripture in order to know how to renew your mind. Exactly. It definitely helps, but that's, you do not have to know the scripture yeah, by that's heart. Good stuff. Yep. That's a good point. A great reminder. For you know a long time I didn't have a clue what to speak over my life. Right. So yeah. that, that's a great point. You don't have to know the Bible right. to be able to speak life over yourself. Yeah. Just yeah. rule of thumb, just say the opposite of that's what you're feeling. Right. Yes. That's super and good. that is what God's thinking about you. That's yeah. great advice. <laughs> so that whole isolation and that it, the enemy likes to tell us, oh even God is too too busy. You've screwed he, up too big. Yeah, yeah. And he even gets us isolated f- with God, from God. And that's that's the relationship he's really after, right? Yeah, that's right? Because, and like you said it, Susie, about you have to know your identity because your identity is that you are a daughter, the king of kings. Like yes. God has created you in his image. And that is your identity. And once the enemy comes and gets your identity, then you've you're just automatically isolated That's from right. him. Mm-hmm. So that is so important. It's blink of an eye. It is. Yeah. It takes no time at all to be isolated. Yes. And it doesn't actually happen overnight. It is a slow fade though. Right. Because it is a decision after a decision after yeah. an experience after a traumatic moment. Like it is definitely something that builds up, mm-hmm. but it feels like it happens overnight. Yes. Well, and the right. enemy knows that God is our source of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to get away from God and to be separate from God, I think, is the ultimate isolation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the loneliest and darkest I've ever felt mm-hmm. to not be in relationship with God. Right. And to just have no hope mm-hmm. for anything, really. Mm-hmm. And that is our enemy's ultimate goal. Yes. It is. I mean, that is the true definition of hell. Mm-hmm. The place hell is pure uh, yes. loneliness. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. utter darkness. No God. No, no God. presence of God. And so right. can you imagine just an eternity no. of isolation? So that's why this is so important to yes. understand now. Yeah. So that you guys have a chance yes. to break free. Yes. Absolutely. It's that building a prison and and because of the de- decisions and choices that we make over time that determines if you are in those prison walls yeah, or if you're not right. if, if you're breaking free that's right so do either of you want to share maybe a point in your life when you felt isolated and not only that but also how did you overcome that yeah you go ahead Steve. yeah so Last week, I feel like I shared a story about my wedding day, but this brings me to another story <laughs> leading up to that. Yeah. Is I've, I've always felt like I was not, quote, normal. Mm-hmm. Like if I was in a dating relationship, I wasn't mm-hmm. a normal girlfriend or a mm-hmm. normal whatever because mm-hmm. I was so scared of emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so I remember leading up to my um, 
my engagement party yeah. and my um, rehearsal dinner, all those things. And yeah. I just was like, I can't do this because oh. I am not your typical bride. Mm-hmm. I'm not your typical girlfriend. Um, and so what it looked like for me was I had convinced myself Convinced is the key word. I've convinced myself that I wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. But how I overcame that was, and we talked about this last week too, is you do something afraid when you're vulnerable. You take a risk, you do it afraid. Yeah. So I had to make that choice to mm-hmm. say yes to the proposal, get married, even though I did not feel like a normal bride. Yeah. Even though I didn't think I really could be a normal wife yeah. because who could love with an emotional prison wall around them? Mm-hmm. Right. And so isolation felt very real to me whenever I could not really talk to my husband. Mm-hmm. I could not. I invited him into my prison, but he could only kind of reach his hand through it. Mm-hmm. I would never fully let him in. And so it took me probably like six years after we got married for us to really break through those walls of emotional wow. intimacy fears. Yeah. But as far as what isolation looked like for me was just shutting him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he believed in me enough, but mm-hmm. but I held the key really tight in my hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like how you said. Well, you kind of in, referred to isolation can become very comfortable, yes. right? Yes. And so you had to be brave and do it afraid. Yes, that's right. And yes, that's what we have to do because it can become. Very comfortable. Well, it's, new, it's a normal. It right. becomes your new normal. Yep. And everyone is scared of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the unknown, we yeah. know it's greatness, but man, it right. feels so warm yeah. and cozy over here. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know. Yep. I know it's what familiar. to expect. Yeah. 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 And again, the lie. That's right. So, yes. what would I say in that situation? Mm-hmm. This feels warm and cozy over here. But the truth of the matter is, and I don't have to say scripture with this, the right. truth of the matter is, God's on the other side of that cozy, warm feeling. Because mm-hmm. if this is better, warm, this a lie. <laughs> yes, that cozy, warm is right. a lie. Right. And so, if I was going to retrain my thought in that mm-hmm. moment, I would have said, instead of me feeling warm and cozy over here, isolated by myself, then how much better would I be if I had a group of people loving me mm-hmm. and making me feel warm and cozy without yeah. the false perception? Right. Of being warm and cozy all by myself. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And two, it's looking back on history. So, you know, your husband has a long, you guys had a long history where he was good to you, faithful, trusting. And Mm -hmm. and so you can rely on that as well to step out in that brave step of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's a good point. You have to. Kind of retrace your tracks on how that's God right. has shown up for you in the past. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Susie, would you like to share? Yes. I can think of, like I said earlier, two two kinds of ways that I isolated myself. And, you know, through trauma-induced mm-hmm. isolation, when you've been violated, mm-hmm. it, it feels impossible Sure. To trust. Sure. It really does. You know, and it's so hard. Yes. I I have not personally experienced that, but even like I had my car broken into once. You know, yeah, it's that's a that, violation. Yes. yes yeah. It's like somebody got in your personal space. In my space mm-hmm. that is mine and yeah, violated it. Yes. I mean, and then a, you felt weird in your car yes. and safe in your car. Like, yeah. This is, it 
it's tainted somehow. Yes, that just came to me. Like that whole idea. That's how I can um, relate to you with those. And it made you want to get a new car. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right. Like I just want a new life now. Yes. Right. It is. I'm gonna move. Wow. I'm gonna move. Yeah. Well, and the lie that the enemy likes to tell you Mm -hmm. is that you know, especially when you're dealing with like sexual abuse. Is that it's your fault mm-hmm. that you caused it somehow, right? And and now your damaged goods, mm-hmm. and you completely isolate yourself from the rest of the world because, right. well, they're fine and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Right? They have it all together. Yeah, I don't. And isn't it funny how everybody else Feels has it together? Well, first that they all have it together, yes. but really we all feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah, and you used to sit back and go, what is wrong with me? Yeah. And so that was one way. And and for me, with that kind of violation, it was through the help of counselors. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to reach out and go to counseling. But even just in life, let's just say you're trucking along and one day you just get hit out of left field with something major. Mm -hmm. And I've had a tendency in the past with some really big things where I will just begin to isolate. Mm-hmm. I shut out my husband. Mm-hmm. I shut out my mentors and yeah. and close friends. Mm-hmm. I, a few years ago, I went through something really hard, and I remember some of the people closest to me thought my husband and I were getting divorced. Oh, wow. <laughs> because oh. they knew that I was going through a hard time. They're trying yeah. to figure out what could be mm-hmm. wrong. Right. You know, that, that couldn't have been furthest from the truth you right know, we were fine but yeah definitely dealing with some things and yeah. and so this goes back to being willing to take that step of risk and being vulnerable mm-hmm. and finally deciding to reach out to that trusted person the right person not just yeah. anybody yeah and saying okay this is what's going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't know what to do right yeah And that's, (laughs) exactly, and that's it. The magic words. Yes. Which can be the hardest words Mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah. I need help. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We should just practice that all the time. We should. Everybody stop right now. Yes. I I need need help. help. (laughs) Yes. Because those are also the most freeing words that we can say when we finally reach out. And take that risk of vulnerability. And then knowing that you have help. Your words change. You're saying the same word. Yeah. But it changed meanings. Yeah. Yeah. Really does. I really have help. Yeah. So that's a great, that's a great action step. Just saying, I need help. Say it out loud. Hear yourself say it, you it's know. Like in your house by your lo- yeah. by your lonesome. <laughs> <laughs> by yourself. Yeah. Just yes. cry out. Yes. I need help. Right. Because your heavenly father is there and he hears oh, yes. you. He hears you. Yeah. Yes. And Absolutely. he'll send it. And you don't have to mm-hmm. wait. To be on the weekend at church, if you go to oh, church, right. do it right where you are, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He's always ready. <laughs> he's always, always ready. He's he's waiting for you. You know, for he us to be get like, tired hey. like we do. No, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and he knows we need it. Yeah, oftentimes before we even know. We need it. <laughs> right, right. I feel like I'm saying help almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, getting comfortable with saying I need help. Some other action steps, you know, if if someone is struggling with like physical isolation, especially after 2020, feeling safe in your home and not going anywhere, I just would encourage that listener to make it a point. Get up, shower, yes. Yes. brush your teeth, fix your hair, 
Put on makeup. Yes. Put on your favorite outfit, your favorite dress. Put on some shoes. Like, just change your your body's environment, you know? Change it. It's true, though. It's amazing what a difference that makes, though, Jane, because, you know— we, you know, having been through some quarantine mm-hmm. periods myself, you yeah. get in these ruts of living yeah. in your pajamas yeah. and staying up late and sleeping all day, and you feel exactly. lazy and sluggish and tired. Yes, and man, that's draining. Yeah. It is. Open it some is. windows, let some fresh yes. air in, yes. let the sunlight hit you in the face. Yes, be like a, a cat, you know, yes. just laying in the sunshine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. even just yeah. going outside and taking in some deep mm-hmm. breaths. Walk around a block, yes. walk down your driveway and back. It's yes. amazing how that changes you. Yeah. And find something to take yes. care of, whether it's an animal, a maybe plant. a plant. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that to have purpose in just mm-hmm. some of the small things like that That's really, really can help. Mm-hmm. Give you a baby step out of isolation. Yeah. Yep. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, like social media. Isn't mm-hmm. it funny? Uh, social media, like to be social, <laughs> is like the opposite of isolated. But yeah. that's kind of a trap. It is very isolating. <laughs> yeah, that's <Wow>. right. <laughs> it can be a trap because we're reaching out to people, but we may not be honest We may be comparing ourselves. I mean, that's a wide open door to comparison. And it's not always the best solution. Well, and also you're being social, but you're not connecting. Right. Right. There's a big difference. Yeah. I can be on a social media platform all day long and feel like I saw Mm -hmm. hundreds of people. But who did I actually have a connection with? Right. Right. Probably not anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's very important to sometimes take a break from social media. Yeah. People will not miss you i promise you <laughs> right. i promise you they will not miss you yeah on social media yeah. and i say that lovingly yeah what yeah. i mean by that is you know what reach get your phone out and make a phone call yes. instead mm-hmm. yes that hear person that you're going voice. to look at their storyline instead hear their voice instead yeah yeah and here's the thing too about social media is we can slap on our best smile mm-hmm. and post it and talk about What an amazing day we're having. But it's not real. Right. Not all the time. And sometimes it is. Yeah. But sometimes it isn't. And and I say that because I'm sitting in a very lonely, dark place comparing how I feel Mm -hmm. to someone else's highlight reel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're posting their their highlights, their favorite moments. Sure. God is good. Life is great. Yeah. Vacay 2020. Yeah. New car. Or this and that, and, <laughs> whatever. You know, you're just yeah. reminded of what a mm-hmm. terrible life you have and how you're none of those things. And, right. and that's just the work of the enemy to come in that comparison trap. Yes. It's just one yeah. way he gets us isolated. So mm-hmm. that's how social media yeah. becomes yep. a dangerous place. So a great yeah. next baby step for those of you who really struggle with social media is to pick up the phone, write yeah. a letter to somebody instead. Yeah. Turn off social media. For, mm-hmm. Take a 30-day yeah. fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Take Just a take break. Take a 30-day fast from yep. social media. For sure. Yeah, but I love the whole idea. Like, pick up the phone and just call someone. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of go old school. <laughs> Get a right. pen pal. Yes. Start writing back and forth. Well, hearing someone's voice can that. make a difference. Yes, it does. That just means... That just says, I care for you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear someone's voice who purposely called you, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, they're <laughs> thinking of me. They they actually care. Yeah. And so do that with others, but just think of that when other people call you, you know, <laughs> like, wow, 
Um, maybe not the Those telemarketers. It, it seems but. like something very small, but, you know, I yeah. know there's a difference between, I'll just put it this way, it might be a silly illustration, but texting happy birthday uh-huh. and picking up the phone and Singing. taking that time to say... <laughs> I was thinking yeah. of you this morning. I yeah. just want to call and personally tell you happy birthday. I hope you have an awesome day. I mean, yeah. the connection there, it's different. And it's so, so different. If you're feeling isolated and alone, yeah. make that call. Reach yeah. out. Or if you know somebody that you're thinking, hey, you know, they haven't been around quite as much lately. Yeah. Call them. Yeah. Be that personal touch that they need. That's really good. It all comes down to just being brave, getting uncomfortable, That's doing right. things afraid, you yep. know? And we talked about that with being vulnerable. And we're talking about that, about getting out of that isolation, that yeah. prison that we find ourselves in. That's right. So being brave. I love that. Yeah. Any other final thoughts? I can't think of any. <laughs> we, no. we really covered a lot. Yes, we did. Yes. yes. Awesome. Well, ladies, I just want to thank you for being here uh, with us today. And also a few things. Please subscribe to our podcast. Share with your friends. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website. Also, thank you for joining us, Susie and Stephanie. You guys are amazing. I love it when we come together. Yes, yes it is always our awesome. Pleasure. Well, I am Jane Zahasky, your host, and remember, it's time to rise up, warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.